0: Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh?
1: Hello and welcome to Kith and Tell, a podcast about kids in the hall designed to alienate my childhood heroes. (laughs) We will be reviewing every episode with witty banter and unmissable segments like Shouting and Hungover Whimpering. Mm. I'm Stuart Derokotic from Vancouver, Canada, and I am joined by Colina McCordoff in London, England.
0: One squash strawberry alley cat, please.
1: (laughs) Hans Seidemann in Prince Rupert, Canada.
2: I'll take a coconut dream with a lemon twist. Ooh. Oh, no,
3: fuck. I got to come up <laughs> nice. with another one before it's my turn. I'm freaking
1: out here. And Trevor <laughs> Record in I Vancouver, Canada. I got
3: nothing, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll, make him, we'll, we'll make him a silver cloud. You'll like it. The boy needs a I chocolate choo-choo. All right, so today we're reviewing episode two of season three, which aired in 91, I guess. Our resources are... let us down. Mm,
2: the internet has <laughs> failed us.
1: So let's kick off with our sketch rundown.
2: The internet!
1: This one was weird because we noticed that the uh, the episode listing is different. So Kalina was on a bit of a different schedule, and I think the Americans had a different
2: uh, view yes, of what was available on the
1: CBC website. But from what I have on my resources and it's my episode starts with clothes, make the man also known as fag, which is the dunk on the haters with a bear costume. I really like <laughs> that this one. Was so away.
2: good. Yeah.
1: S- Sleepwalker one, uh, Gordon and Fran's son is a full out drug addict.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. He
1: looks bad. What's his name? Uh, Bri- Elliot or Brian. Uh, yeah.
0: Brian, Brian I think. Yeah.
2: Brian? He looks
1: like shit. <laughs> Dog trainer. Kevin is tricked by a dog, I guess, <laughs> which is kind of great. Relationship section. A meandering sketch about not getting a breakup featuring what is probably a grown-up Gavin and also a lack of uh, range. Painting with Darill. It's Darill. No he, he, one it's respects Darill, and he doesn't get that. I, I mm. didn't feel like that sketch had any... I was, to other than to be a oh show. i have I so many things i want to tell and i'm sure you will Whoa. Whoa. oh that's you making fart noises not yeah
0: something. that sounds yes. that sounded very technical
2: <laughs> no that was me making fart noises at your at your bad opinion
1: got that <laughs> sleepwalking too, where gordon almost illustrates a moment of tenderness but it was a dream married life is bad also, Fran is just heartbreakingly oh. put upon. I just she uh, really is. And finally, "Girl, Drink, Drunk." One of the best closers. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take <laughs> alert. Clear-eyed <laughs> statement on addiction and the dangerous path opened by Chocolate <laughs> Choo Choo's.
2: It's a
0: girl drink. You'll like
1: it. <laughs> You'll like it. So let's do a sketch deep dive. I think the most interesting sketches in this episode are Clothes Make the Man with a single word of dialogue and possibly one of the best opens in the series, especially compared to the lukewarm turd that opens season three with landing a plane and girl drink drunk. So if you don't agree, I know I can't stop you from shouting, but did you guys want to talk about these? Uh,
2: uh, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know. What do you think
1: about Clothes Make the Man?
3: So Make the Man is great. I love the music that's playing the entire time, too. It's just kind of like, it's like, dun, dun. And he's just like... The, the music was good. I want to talk about his amazing
1: outfits. He comes yes. out dressed up like a sparkly Aladdin. Oh, that's
3: good. Or
1: something. I don't know. He got those point toe shoes and doing the harem thing. Each
3: time he comes out, there's this, like, very calming, like, nice music. And he's just so pleased with how he's dressed and his life is. And then this guy comes by on a bike and just ruins his day each time.
1: It's the, it's yeah. the paper delivery boy. So apparently it he's is, dressing yeah. up
3: because he wants to look his best to
1: get the paper Yeah, and the kid is a I guess.
2: shithead. I mean, the kid is a shithead. There there are two things about this sketch that stood out to me, right? One is that the, the, it like, it feels like it, it is reflective of actual experiences probably that Scott has had, you know, um, in the sense of like, like he keeps coming out in ever more sort of like, quote unquote passing clothing uh, and and it's never quite enough. Uh, and I feel like I feel like this was Scott working through some feelings he's had about kind of his journey into trying to learn how to pass and and becoming like as we've t- talked about before, the most masculine member of the entire troop uh, to the point of becoming a bear. <laughs> um, so that was that was fascinating. but the other thing that was like really uh, interesting to me, was the laugh track I found like really jarring at first? Like, it was the when I, when I was hearing the laugh track, it was like, Oh, like, who is the joke? Like, what is the joke here? Or, like, what are they going for? But then, but then when they stick the landing with the bear, it's, it's like, Okay, okay.
1: And it's not just that he gets like pushed off, that kid gets yeah, caught by him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he gets
2: murdered by that bear. Yeah,
1: he mauls mm-hmm. him.
0: Um, just to say about, I I really like that you pointed out, Stu, that this, this whole sketch rides on the use of one word Mm -hmm. and especially, you know, Mm -hmm. one very controversial word is the word fag. And like, like he had, we had in the Fago sketch, it's kind of turning at the end that around on, on who's harassing him. Right. Um, and, and the, the whole thing is just so it's, it's completely visual. It's, it's very, Visceral. And it's it's funny. I actually didn't I didn't react to the laugh track. I almost felt like at this point in season three, you kind of understand where the kids and the audience kind of stand with this kind of humor and who the butt of the joke is. Mm. But but maybe that was me. I don't know.
2: But that was, I think the, I understand who the kids are going for as their target, but it, it seemed like the audience was maybe not in the loop until, and and then they, they kind of get brought in at the end almost, you know? Well,
1: but I think it also turns on like, yeah, it was the left track, but he looks so hurt yeah. every time that his, his outfit is criticized. Like it's not supposed to be,
3: mm-hmm.
1: oh, silly. You didn't make it. Like he's. And it's not just that he's trying to pass more. He's trying to do what he thinks is the concept of passing that first. It's like, express yourself. You're great. You can be whatever. And it's like, no, nope, you don't pass as kids. You're going to make you feel new. And the second one is not like, it's aggressively normcore. The second one, it's just very like yeah. businessman on a Sunday. And then the third one is that overcompensating superbiker, which to me visually reads as extremely gay. Yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yes. It's that very le- like leather, leather man, leather man kind of vibes. I don't see it so much as, like, cathartically working through stuff as more as, like, a statement on the idea of of passing and dressing and stuff. And I do love that it ends with just, like, I'm going to fuck up this
3: guy. <laughs> <laughs> he got his comeuppance.
2: Do you guys think that there's any any like joke intended with like bear, uh, like him being of literal bear versus like a gay bear? You know I was what thinking I
3: mean? about that too. I think it's just kind of like a little
1: little treat.
3: I don't think it was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I was too wondering too when the it. term "bear" became more common parlance too. Um, I yeah, I was a little kid when this was happening, so I don't remember hearing about that stuff anyway. But yeah, not sure. <laughs> Nothing
1: bad happened in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well,
3: I, I just mean that when I was like five, I don't think I knew any any of the slang words for different types of gay men, but <laughs> maybe some of them weren't in yeah. use at, at that point anyway. Mm.
1: I actually, Kalina, I really like the comparison between this and Vago, although I think this is a more effective sketch because it's so... There's only one word and it's like, I feel like it's just a better delivery. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I just think they, they totally work in tandem and, and yeah, it's just, there's almost something really, yeah, it's it's just the concept of being like, okay, well literally the only word that's going to be said for about a minute and a half is fag and what you can do with, with not only trying to kind of garner sympathy, but then also just making it a joke and not at your expense. I think that's just it's just brilliant. It's just really good. Yeah.
1: Well, and there's that kind of reclamation at the end where it's like he's clearly saying it to be like you're a loser who got mauled mm-hmm. by a bear. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's it's good. It's a it's a it's good really bit. Good. I really like it. And it really they're playing with the format mm-hmm. more and like I think that's when the kids have been really killing yeah. it. Like my pen is such a weird little capsule one. This is a nice little like when they get more away from stage stuff and the theater sports aspect of it I think they really shine
0: Mm great
1: let's move on to Girl Drink Drug yes
0: yes um
1: that one is a classic. It's always stuck out to me. It's just like it, it has a little place in my mind. Watching it again, I didn't realize how much they leaned into like addiction is devastating you guys. Oh, yeah. When he's in At the the, the he's in the supply yeah. closet and he's just like, "I'm just looking for paper clips." <laughs> yeah.
2: and he's like all strung oh, out. Yeah.
0: yeah, that I'm I'm fine. I'm just looking for paper clips as a cover for drinking is so dark so dark and it's just i mean what's what's Mm -hmm. so good about this though is just also that it's just it's another kevin and dave classic like we just can't get away from these Mm. um and it's so Mm. funny that for all of us this has Mm. been so front and center as a as a favorite sketch even from the start like i i Mm. totally forgot that this this hadn't actually been played before just because i've watched it so many times (laughs) for no reason yeah Uh, and that all of us kind of reference it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I, but yeah, you're right. Like oh, there's yeah. not really, Oh no, I was like,
1: we had our, our first season wrap party based on a thing that hadn't happened. Two, for, <laughs> <two> <laughs> <years>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally.
0: And yeah. I mean, the, the, you're right. Like there isn't, uh, there isn't a particular, okay, let me continue and I'll finish soon. Um, what, you're right. You're right. Like this, What's so strange about this is that there isn't necessarily a punchline except for like, wow, this guy sure got addicted quick. That was that's unfortunate. Um, and but yet at the same time, you're you're able to just have this montage of fish bowls and and pineapples and these ridiculous sounding drink names like chocolate choo choo bourbon bugs blood squash, strawberry, cat. Oh, yeah. Um, and the one thing that actually stuck out to me, at, at the end, maybe you guys can clarify this for me, when he, after he gets fired and he's going to all these bars, um, are they not serving him because they don't have the drinks he wants or because he's too drunk?
3: I feel like he's...
1: As, no, it's because um, he's too drunk. Because okay. uh, there's there's one where the guy is holding a fishbowl right. okay. and denies him service. Oh. He's, just, he's too I, much of a mess. Is
3: that what was happening? I I thought it was like, now he has no money and he's going to like dingier bars and can no longer afford uh,
2: these extravagant drinks. Well, jobs. I think there's I think that's part of it, too. Yeah, no,
3: it's because but he has to get that kid to boot him a
1: milkshake at the end.
0: Well, all these things are very sad.
3: <laughs> yeah, like he he is like rock bottom, like him drinking at like a, basically a milkshake is sort of like his version of like drinking a bottle of mouthwash kind of thing. Right. Yeah,
1: but he specifically has to get a kid to boot for
2: him. Oh, fuck. Um, I want to point out that, uh, like, just how awful he looks, too, when he goes into the supply closet. Like, he, it's maybe the worst, like, Dave has ever looked on this show ever. Like, he just looks like a total... Like, yeah. like he's death warmed over, you know, um, and 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 obviously yeah. the way he continues to warmed degrade past garbage. that, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the, I, I'm not surprised he would get denied service at all for that. But also, I think you're right, Trevor. I think he is like poor and can't afford the drinks because he lost his job because he got drink too yeah. often with the girl drinks.
1: I I love that he, he looks like such warmed over garbage and then he goes and he makes himself the <laughs> yeah. whatever the hell pina colada in this black closet and he comes out and he looks slightly better and he's like, ah, he would like to speak with me. Excellent. Excellent. This is fine. I just need...
0: More paper.
1: Tools. Uh, paper-
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: And he, yeah, he, like, he kind of pulls himself yeah. together after he goes and rocks about four fingers of mm. rum. Uh, this is,
3: this is one of those things yeah. that now that we're talking about it too, the humor of it is kind of like diminished slightly for me a little bit. Cause it's like, oh, this is like, except for the fact that the drinks are kind of extravagant drinks, a very real thing that happens where it's like, oh yeah, this man has substance abuse issues that are affecting his work. Everyone ar- around True. him knows... And and he's, like, just trying to maintain, but he, his life is falling apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Literally sugarcoating it. <laughs>
3: hey!
1: Even the um, the Kevin boss, though, like, he pulls a man, he's about to fire him for his drinking, and the first thing he says is, so do you want a drink? Like... Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And he's like, I, you know, a part of me should feel responsible, but another part of me uh, refuses.
2: My favorite part of that, of that uh, sketch, though, is when he comes in and he offers him the drink and, uh, and he sits down and he's like, I can, I can splin. And, and Kevin goes, no splinations necessary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just like so <laughs> condescending.
2: Um, I, I love it so much.
3: Just this whole scene too, where it's like he's been offered a drink by his boss, who's going to fire him, but is also offering him a drink, and then he just has to spend ten minutes describing how to make a very complicated <laughs> drink to him too. <laughs> it's it's like, very
1: simple. Start with twelve strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we want to do best kid worst kid?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. Or
1: just
0: or just favorite sketches? I don't favorite
1: want sketches. Oh, do you? I thought that it would be girl drink drunk for sure, and I didn't want to. Have us all shout about how we all have the same opinion.
2: We've definitely all shouted about how great Dr- Girl Drink maybe, Drunk maybe is, so we I don't do, think there's going to be too maybe much... Maybe
0: we do a, since we all agree on Girl Drink Drunk, maybe we do a runner-up sketch.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Girl yeah? Drink Drunk is in contention for greatest sketch of the series, so of this episode that's not Girl Drink Drunk, I would pick Fag. Yeah, we we could yeah. also do uh, really uh, kids say the yeah. kids
2: say the darndest thing is because there's some really great lines from some other uh, sketches too.
0: Oh, there is. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: I do.
1: I love that you point out that I can explain.
0: Do you want to intro our next segment? But if we
2: do, yeah, if we if mm-hmm. we if we do kids say the darndest thing, there's some good lines from other sketches. So
1: yeah, let's do let's do kids say yeah. the Darnest fucking things. Okay. You want to start off, Kalina, Now that you've destroyed everything in your apartment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had a slight malfunction. Um, Causing a ruckus. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh like we all said, sort of girl drink drunk is amazing, and we kind of mentioned most of the uh great lines already. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't know whether I'd necessarily paint myself as a lifelong Daryl fan, but I will say I'm, I'm more, I'm more tickled by every sketch that he's in, and this one where he's painting with the inner child is just, is just has got some really great lines. Um, I think my favorite one here. You're totally going to steal my (laughs) favorite line, Lena.
2: I can feel (laughs) it happening.
0: Um so he he's he's uh proceeds to give the man in the painting a tumor as per the viewer's request because he says every painting needs to have a tragedy and he says no the thing is we don't ha- want the tumor too big we don't want to steal focus from the mountains okay and what we'll do is we'll reflect the tumor in the water down here but we work again with the color we've created we just sort of imply because we don't want it to wind up screaming hey look there's a reflection of a tumor in the lake <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm glad that you didn't steal my favorite quote from that episode, Kalina, because it is such a great quote, uh, which is another one, which is where Darrell says, Martin, our cameraman, remarked that he thought the lovers looked, well, how did you put it to Martin? And then it cuts to the cameraman who says, I said, I thought they were fucked.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh,
1: yeah. And he's just sitting there reading the paper, not handling the
3: camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned this before the episodes, uh, but I actually feel like it's kind of weird because this is just like a takedown of Bob Ross, though. Yeah, and now like looking back on mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it was just a weird show that became incredibly famous for no discernible reason, where a man painted and had a funny way of acting, mm. and they're like, yeah, let's just put <laughs> Daryl in that situation. Essentially, I think Hans was right though. That moment of I thought
1: they I said they looked fucked it is. Glorious, and it's going to that whole derail
2: gets
1: no <laughs> respect thing. It's drill.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will yeah. never stop D- doing that. Oh, Stu, your derail uh, is so good. Uh,
1: I don't know why. I just, There's yeah, another great line <laughs> from the
2: uh, second sleep talking <laughs> sketch where um, when Gordon is kind of talking in his sleep and he's like kind of coming on to Fran, but he's asleep, and Fran says, Oh, Gordon, it's not even hockey night. <laughs> Just like such a, <laughs> a Fran thing to say, and, and it's like the most the most Canadian thing. Yeah. So, and okay. then when she
1: when he rejects her because he's actually asleep, and she's just so embarrassed and has to go clean or something, it just that's an oof. That's a big oof for me.
2: <laughs> There's also a really nice moment at the end of the first bit of the sleepwalking sketch, where uh, where mm. Fran starts talking and Bruce like basically starts falling asleep, and then and then she's like. She's like, "Well, I'm just you're asleep. Well, I'm just going to keep telling my story anyways." Or I guess it's at the end of the second uh sleep. No,
1: it's the fir- it's the first one.
0: No, no no it's at the end of the first one and then she said and then she's continuing to explain how this person died yeah she like, see, see she had a bad oyster from one of those seafood places you <laughs> and i just love the
2: friend that Fran doesn't care that bruce is asleep like she's she's like whatever i want to tell the story anyways and i was just like yes yeah fran you you speak your truth <laughs> But
1: no but that's how sh- that's how she survived in that relationship
2: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and I think yeah. she's
1: just like well it's happening i Oh, just so put upon. I, I
3: like, I like the, the end of it too, where he's like, Gordon, why did you have to wake him? You know, it's dangerous to wake a sleepwalker. That's what killed my f- cousin Rena, you know. It's like drinking killed her. And she's like, two sides to every story. <laughs> <laughs> the coroner said there was no liver left in her body whatsoever. So you say, but there's two sides to every story. She died with a bottle of gin in her mouth. Two sides to every story. Oh, yeah.
1: Just that, like, yeah, that. Like irrepressible positivity from the mom. <laughs> Ooh. That one's good. What else is good?
2: So the actual quote, the quote from Scott at the end of that uh, sketch is, "Well, I'll finish it anyways. See, she had a bad oyster at one of those seafood places you can see from the highway, and." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll do, that'll do it for you. It was also weird that in the middle of the first one, they showed the time again, where it was like.
0: Yeah they're, yeah, they're confronting their their, point of their
1: thieving son, and then it pops up again. To be like, two minutes has passed. I didn't get that.
2: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, actually, I'm looking at the I'm looking at this the sketch script now, and part one takes place at two twelve a.m. and part two takes place at three oh one a.m. and Fran is just finishing her story, so that story took yeah. like forty five minutes to tell. <laughs>
1: I mean, mm. her her cousin died, man. It's a whole thing.
0: She's she's processing. Mm-hmm.
2: I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you guys want to put a bow on it? Oh yeah. We can we can bow it sure. up. Sure. All righty. That's it for
1: our episode 2 review. Join us next week for episode 3, which will be hosted by the one, the only, Kalina. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod. Weigh in with your favorite sketches, enjoy some delightful gifts. Thanks for listening to Kith and Tell. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye!
0: Daryl. Oh shit. Fuck. Oh my god. Sorry. Everything's fine. (laughs)